I thought I would ask just to. I, I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while, so I don't yes. know what's been going on. I know some stuff, but not all stuff. I know you're just an, a very, very exciting individual that always has <laughs> something going on. I was hoping to see you last weekend. I know, but I did have to. It actually did work out the way I thought it was going to work out, where I had to stay close to home because Carissa was having her bachelorette. And at the second, because what was the show? Like around like eight o'clock. I wouldn't show, have been there. I wouldn't have been there very yeah, long. Yeah, it was doors at seven. Show was at eight, and the Saturday night show went until like eleven forty-five. Yeah, well, it was a lot. That's just that's too much. It's <laughs> a, a show that you host monthly. The burlesque show. Burlesque. Yeah, is it burlesque I, and poets? Um, burlesque and drag. Um, some live singers. Uh, but I, I think last weekend might have been my swan song. Really? Yeah. I, we just I talked think, um, about like Chris was like. Well, the next time that he does one, we'll go. <laughs> so there is one on September 9th um, that everybody should go to at the Beachland Ballroom, uh, and that's the Cleveland Drag Showcase, and that's a really cool one. But I, I think I'm good. I think it was a great part of my life. I wasn't planning on doing more than two shows. It's now been six years' worth of shows. I think I'm good. If you had to pick somebody to take your place, who would it be, other than Brian? Oh, I was just going to pick Brian. <laughs> <laughs> he would do it. I think Carissa would be great. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. Carissa it is. Yeah, done. Right. done. Well, another Sunday in the creepy basement, apparently. <laughs> you know, for a creepy basement, you come back here pretty frequently. Listen, I have a fetish, and this, this is like, fills it. <laughs> this is like, what, seven? I don't even know how many times you've been here at this point, truthfully. But first male guest Oh yes. Oh, so you were? I have never, I have never guest hosted with a male guest before. Yeah, I actually oh. thought it was a, a prerequisite, but apparently he was fine with it. I was like, I will make an exception. <laughs> I will be here for a male guest. Yes, our text changed. I'm just like, hey man, I need a guest host. So you open, he goes, female. I'm like, no. He's like, all right, I'll still come. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big it was deal. Fun. Well, I'm yeah. glad. Well, our guest, uh, Aurelio Diaz. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. You might actually have made the farthest oh. trek to come see us. Yeah, from Mansfield, yeah. Um, maybe a little over an hour. Maybe just an hour. But yeah, Mansfield is a good spot. We're like an hour between Columbus and Cleveland. So Yeah. Yeah. It's and the traffic was good. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> not too bad because it is kind of like right by 71, so I can kind of shoot up there. I used to have to go down to Mansfield a decent amount for work because I used to work for a company that had a, a call centers, and there was a call center in Mansfield. Uh, so I used to actually go there a lot. I always hit up Grandpa's Cheese Barn, obviously. Yep. That place is true. I couldn't even describe to people why they should stop there every time they go. It's so good. But yeah, you are, I think, we've had people come in from out of town, but they've been kind of settled in out of town uh-huh. before they came over. But yeah, you've made the, the farthest well, trek yeah, as far see, as I know, we're, so. we're I appreciate it. First time for everything again, right? Thank you. Yeah, man. <laughs> now, how far is Mansfield from um, Chardon? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I just get excited. Chardon comes up on every show, so it's kind of my true north. Oh, we're Chardon. See, uh, we're that's really the perennial sure. question. I know it exists. <laughs> I know there's a Chardon High School. I used to play ball against a guy that went to Chardon, and I still don't know where. Are it you is. saying that you have no connection to Chardon? Is it a real place? It it's is. a real place, oh, and real place. you would be the first that uh, of me sitting here. I've to never to us no connection. No, to actually, Chardin. and it's fu- funny the two, the connection's even weirder because. Each person that came on was like, I'm a bisexual. I'm from Chardon. We're like, like what? What is, <laughs> what is going on in Chardon? I yeah. have to Google. I, I, I just learned something. Yeah. It's where bisexual people are made. Really? Yeah. That, yeah. Or at least encouraged greatly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, anyway, we had two guys anyway. there and they were both like, Chardon, bisexual. I'm like, that's But amazing. also, happy Mansfield Pride. 
Yes, yeah, we had um, the 8th annual Mansfield Pride last Saturday. And it's weird because people say, why is why do you guys do it backwards? You have you celebrate it in August and not June. I don't know that. I think the association that plans it, they just don't want to miss out on the other cities yeah. that do it. So it's nice. Um, it's it's a good turnout, and it's um, uh, a lot of you know allies are there, nonprofits. So we were there. Yeah. Buckeye Flame was there. Yeah. So it was um, there, no, I think there are twenty something prides in Ohio that do not happen in June, including Akron next weekend. So, oh, Akron is next weekend. I am the MC of Akron Pride next weekend. Are you weekend. the official MC of I all the, events? No, <laughs> <laughs> just the gay one. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yesterday, Ashland, Ohio had their pride, yeah. and they're, they're our neighbor, and they're a smaller town. So, um, yeah, I think that there, people are viewing them differently. I mean, I didn't, I never really went to the Mansfield Prides before, um, until like, like 2019 and mm-hmm. like last year, and, um, but I think ultimately it's really about celebrating diversity. Yeah. So I think when people make a big deal about it, it's like, well, hey, everyone's here. So, so I Let's think that's why it. it's yeah. And, they and you can't you eight, can't compete eight? with there. That was the the, the eighth one. The, yeah, think? I didn't yeah. know that. I thought it was the fifth, but oh, it was okay. eighth annual. Yeah. So you are uh, you are councilman in the fifth ward. Yeah, we have six wards in Mansfield, and I represent the fifth, which is downtown Mansfield, uh, parts of the North End. We have a uh, uh, Mansfield Lom Airport, pretty large. It's kind of like a or like a region. Yeah, is that a, what yeah, a ward would be? Yeah, for like Ken. a territory. I obviously know what it is, but Ken. Yeah, so the wards, yeah, they call them <laughs> wards, and um, and fifth wards uh, a little different. It has two thousand people that can vote because the majority of it is um, occupied by the airport and our two prisons, and those who are incarcerated can't vote. Okay. So yeah. Okay, and how long? How long? How long have you been? Uh, oh, I'm new. I'm new. So I was uh, sworn in in November, and I started my term in January. And they're okay. four-year terms. Well, congratulations. So yeah, thank you. So there were uh, me and another fella who are new to. Um, his name is Reverend L. New, the newbies on council, and it's nice and diverse because now we have, you know, I think it's the most diverse our council has been, which is, I think, a good reflection. Man, for we have, um, four Republicans. No, four, sorry, four, four Democrats, three Republicans, one Independent. And out of that mix, we have uh, four women. Uh, we have four people of color. We have um, one of the um, council people is from Africa originally. And you have, you know, a gay council person. So it's all it's diverse. And that's, I think, it's pretty cool for people who think that Mansfield is just kind of a cowpoke town. So I, nice. I think a, a lot of people probably do have that because I don't think, because Ohio, when you take away... Cleveland, Columbus, maybe you know Cincinnati, maybe yeah. Akron. It's it's very rural. It is. And, and rural, it has a lot of yeah, that. It, it's very very rural. So yep. people think that, but there are little pot, little really nice pockets of Ohio, yeah. like Mansfield, that are they're really cool little towns that you should definitely visit. Oh yeah, the running joke is like when I lived in Columbus, like oh you lived in Mansfield. Oh I have a cousin there in the prison. The joke is we have two prisons in a carousel, but and it's funny <laughs> because we do have those, but um we're also kind of known as. Uh, the reformatory, you know, where Shawshank was filmed yeah, yeah, and everyone, yeah. incarceration. So, um, yeah, it's it's a cool city. It's um, it's under fifty thousand residents. I maybe forty six thousand, forty seven. Um, it's it's shrunk ever since we lost that's a lot a of good industry. Size. I mean, that that's you know, is it like how big is it? Is it kind of dense or is it kind of stretched out? It's stretched out. So yeah. we have you know we have a lot of rural areas, but there's a lot of urban areas too. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty large and. You know, you have most cities, like you have areas that are 
maintained well and you have others that have been disregarded for decades and part of my ward is a little bit of both. Um, the focus has been revitalizing downtown and then there's been parts of the north and that's been ignored for a long time. So really trying to build trust among those residents is a goal and get them involved. So, Is the carousel in your district? It is. <laughs> I <laughs> assume that it it's, was. It's down the street from me. So I, I own a building in downtown, so everything is walking distance from me. And carousel is a staple. It brings a lot of tourists in. It's a and big deal. It is. I remember, do you know about the carousel? I know of it. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a big part of manufacturing at one point. In uh, so, yeah, so we, have, uh, car we had uh, carousel works, which is no longer open, but it was a... It was a uh, factory that only one that actually made carousel horses that were distributed to Disney World, Disneyland, yeah. around the world. And the oh, carousel I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, and, our, yeah. and our Mansfield carousel downtown was something that was created by um, uh, a great leader in our city name. Uh, his name is John Ferniak. And it was kind of a joke, like when he threw the concept of building this carousel in 1990 or maybe 91, people kind of like uh, made fun of it, and there were bumper stickers that said, mm. the last one out of Mansfield, turn off the carousel lights, because we were losing, <laughs> like, you know, our factories, yeah. but it's, um, many years later, it's uh, it's been an investment, it's helped transform downtown into a place where artists and musicians want to be at, which is why I moved downtown in the first place, because of music right. and art, so. Because the, the carousels of Mansfield are like the auto plants yep. of, oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Youngstown. And there was a, it was an amazing book. I read an amazing book not that long, long ago, David Giffels, who, who is a, uh, English professor in Akron. Um, and he wrote a book about barnstorming Ohio mm. and just going all across the state to figure out like why people vote the way they do. And there was a whole amazing section on the carousel yeah. and, and, and the loss of industry. And so it's just such a specific one though. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's, yeah. It's really great. I mean, um, Again, we've we have a huge, uh, like called the Rust Belt area where we had tons of factories. That you know, it was it was said when not you know when we were little, um, you could lose a job and probably get uh, two new jobs that same day. But we lost a lot of that, and then the recession hit. And um, but there's a lot of glimmers of hope happening because some of those uh, factories that have been vacant for so many years, um, the governor recently awarded our county. Uh, money so we can you know tear it down and uh get, you know have all the chemicals removed from the concrete and so that it can actually be uh, bought and used for um areas so it won't no no longer be a cement uh uh concrete or cement playground sure. so yeah it's a lot of changes happening it's all it's like in the area i represent so i'm like this is really cool so it's a good time nice. to be part of that that is cool yeah the i mean no one was immune to what happened you know, in, yeah. in terms of the recession you know and it's it's one of those things I think people think, I think a lot of people think recession's like, all right, we'll just get through the summer, the recession's over. I mean, we're still getting the the the, uh, the effects of COVID today. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean this unfortunately, we're going to be talking about this in 2025 probably. You know, like, yeah. hey, what's the newest strain? You know, it's just, it's unfortunate. It's just something that I think we're all just kind of adapt and just kind of deal with it for lack of a better term it's the new world yeah it's just the, yeah. it's just something that we just kind of have to like it's just going to be a part of our lives yeah, now i agree um but yeah that's good if they're going to start kind of putting money in that that's always been the biggest challenge for any area and I, i'll use akron as an example just because it's funny our last guest we were talking about that too they're from akron but they were doing akron is really well known for taking a block and if there's 12 houses on the block they'll fix eight of them it's the weirdest thing yeah. 
They'll hmm. have these eight brand new houses that look beautiful, and then four that look like they're still condemned. And they're like, all right, well, good luck with uh, the rest of this neighborhood. It's just, it's very odd, and, and it's something that anyone that that's that that's just in the community, any community, is just always struggled with those things and like kind of what goes into revitalizing or reinvigorating yeah. a community and industry you know, revenue streams, jobs. I mean, that's not, it's not just a, Hey, we're going to open that store jobs, whatever. I mean, it takes time. It's so complex. And that's Very. something I didn't realize. Um, I thought I knew, but you know, now that yeah, you're hobnobbing and networking and you know, you're seeing a lot more and being a part of it. And, um, just on a greater level, and it's it's exciting. I think you know we have this term. Called, it's called Mansfield Rising, and we have a mm. we have a plan called Mansfield Rising Plan that a group of us in uh, 2008 helped develop by getting the community involved. So it really is a plan by you know the unassuming leaders, not the same people who are always welcome on the same boards in the city. And that was pretty breakthrough for Mansfield. I mean. I was a part of that, which was huge because um, they wanted people who were creative, not just CEOs and everything else. Mm. And it was cool. We did, you know, talking tours throughout the city to see what do you want to see Mansfield? What do you want to see change and how did we do it? So we developed this plan we, with their help. And then um, so a lot of that is falling under that umbrella. We're doing like two-week two week conversions with streets. We're um, new businesses. So it's COVID kind of put a pause on it, but um, it's huge. And I think it's... It's helped the city's morale because it's you're getting people of different uh, backgrounds and ethnicities yeah. and income brackets involved, and that was the whole point of it. So again, it's good things are happening. So we we, we tend to say Mansfield Rising a lot because it is. So. Well, no, that's great. And I, I want a Mansfield Rising hoodie. Are there hoodies? There should be hoodies. They, I think we just they just um, they're going to unveil our new branding like oh. for our city. You know, like for Richland County and. Um, and it's really exciting to see different treatments that they did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, because the whole goal was, you know, when we were in high school, it was like most people leave. How do we keep young people right. here? Yeah. I mean, I can see leaving for a year or two to get that experience, but um, but you need to have jobs here. You need to have entertainment. You need to have housing. And housing, de- housing development's hard. It's scarce everywhere. So the focus has been like, you know, young professionals, entrepreneurs, but also incentives for, you know, black and brown business owners to help them. So there's a lot that falls under it. And it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, um, it's nothing like that's happened in Mansfield before that I've been told. It's, you know, it's, it's funny that there's, because that is obviously focused in a lot of different states. And it's a lot of states, that I think, maybe stereotypically people are not like, this is not where I would stay. Like I, my friend, uh, uh, he's a comic, his name is uh, Raj. He's really, really funny comic, but he lives in Arkansas, and he was describing the city that he lives in. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me right now, but he started showing me pictures of it. It looks like a little, like a little Ohio, no, actually, it looks more like a little Gordon Square. I love that. And and I don't remember the name of it, he goes, but they've been focusing on, you know, putting in, like, he's been helping comedy clubs, like, like big, nice. kind of like big bar restaurants and more like, you know, nicer high-end stuff that people can move because they want to, like what you just said. And that's something that I don't really think about either. How do you not just get people to move there? How do you get people to stay there? Yeah. It's a double, it, it, it's, it's, it's twofold. Yeah. You want to keep your community too. You got to give them reasons to stay. You know, anyone that is going to like buy a house or try to find a job in town or in the area, they want something like, especially young people, they want something cooler for, yeah. Because we get a lot of tourists, and I feel like years ago, um, the emphasis was we just, you know, tourism, we get people to come here and support businesses, but you're overlooking the people who live here. And, and, you know, the key, you know, was to get people involved and 
Yeah, just keeping people involved, and that's how it's been exciting. I mean, yesterday, um, like our down, like downtown was neglected for such a long time, and when the Spanish Rising concept came, there were a lot of people who were upset. They're like, uh, you know, it's going to take away money from Ontario, which is a neighboring like area. Um, but the downtown city is the nucleus of every the downtown's nucleus of every city. So why would you not invest in it? Yeah. But it was really the musicians and artists who really, um, I feel, sparked that interest. Um, we all lived down there like in 2009, and now you know it was easy to f- find a cheap apartment. There were many vacant storefronts. Now there's a wait list for all that. Oh wow! Oh, that's yeah. Great. So when I bought my building, I got it for 55. I can, and then people are wanting to buy it for more. I mean, just stuff like that. It's like wow. I, we lived in downtown for a good at a at a good time, but I, we always accredit the musicians, the poets, poets, the artists, and really um, making uh, people want to come down. Th- that is, I mean, and yeah. th- that's kind of the key, like the, some of those things. But how do you get people to stay, and how do you get people to come and protect Stuff them like too? That. So there's no, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you know, we we don't want to, you know, chase those people out because they can't afford to live there. So we we're trying to, you know, how do you prevent those create that creative community so we're not gentrifying everything? That's kind of the juggling act, yeah. you know, like how do you you? There's nothing wrong with cleaning up a neighborhood or a community, mm-hmm. but you don't want to make it where the people that were Pricing made up out. the community yeah. can no longer stay yeah. there. That that that's the that's the the the, the balancing act yeah. you have to one of probably many balancing acts you have to do. Um, I do want to ask because I know you're from Mansfield, but what mm-hmm. made you decide? Okay, I want to start getting involved in like the the the, the community or, or or government, I guess. For yeah, for, so like, um, what made you decide to kind of take that leap? I was I was uh, my family were from tech. Well, my 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 brother and I were born in Texas, so when we moved here when we were little, uh, we've been in Mansfield most of our life. And then after high school, lived in Columbus for. Almost like 10 years, maybe eight or nine years. And I came back here in the early 2000s. And um, uh, at some point I moved, I think it was 2008, I, I moved downtown in this one-bedroom apartment. And, you know, I loved where I was working at. And just um, my focus was my job, was, you know, working with people with disabilities and music and art. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. But the job I was doing at the time was a lot of, like, advocacy, case management type Told stuff. <laughs> Roscoe. <laughs> like Fred Astaire. Every episode. Yeah, <laughs> Fred he's Astaire. A, yeah, and unfortunately, he's not really fleet of foot, so it takes yes. a while for him to get up the stairs. So. Sorry. But I would say, like, that job, I, you know, with uh, the organization I work with helped, you know, teach me how to, like, fight for people's uh, visibility and their rights. And people with disabilities are always at the bottom of the totem pole, I felt. So then... um. Just in time, like after when I was invited to be a part of that Mansfield Rising um, uh, group, when we came back, we're all energized. How we're gonna? What do we need to change? We need to get people involved. And being downtown as long as I was, um, I was like, you know, okay, I'm not political. I never, I vote. I most, and honestly, I didn't vote locally ever. I was mostly like the national votes. So many people don't. And and and, yeah. and you know, and um, so how can I get involved in a bigger way? And I was like, you know, and. This was in 2018. I approached the council person at the time, like, "Hey, you know, when your term is up in 22, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run for council." And he's like, "All right." Um, so that's how it kind of started. And then the local Democrat Party, um, they they heard through the grapevine I was gonna pursue it in a few years, and they encouraged me to um, consider running for a, a position that was open, like the city council president. And I was like, "All right, you know, good practice." And it was um, so that's kind of how it kind of started. Um, and then, you know, last year was a whole year of campaigning, <laughs> which is a lot because you're putting yourself out there, knocking on doors and still having to have your full time job. So when I did get elected, um, 
Um, I don't know. I, I've, I've kind of kept my word. How can I keep this not about politics? Make it, make it more about hands-on advocacy, supporting businesses, supporting residents, even the ones you know who um, are you know polar opposite of you politically. Yeah. And so that's been really cool. I've got a lot of I've, I've lost friendships because of that because you know they really want you to be one-sided. So it was because of that that I decided to go independent this year, which has okay. been huge for me and the ward. But honestly, it, I think this was probably like a different elevated way of uh, quote-unquote helping people, but also learning about people. And, you know, people don't trust politicians. People don't trust elected officials. So um, I think what's hard because people always knew me as a singer and, yeah. you know, stuff like kind of a weird person. So like, is he really serious about doing this? Yeah. But I think, you know, working hard and trying your best to, you know, put your own judgments at bay has been, um, it's, it's, it's worked. So that yeah, part was working. the hardest for, so I, yeah. I was an elected official in Vermont for yeah. a number of years and, and loved it. But the losing friendships part for me was just being a city council person there was impossible. Like I, it just, so many relationships became transactional. Yeah. Uh, and if I wasn't able to provide that for some of them instantaneously, I can't believe how many relationships changed so dramatically of people. I've been, I mean, I had been living in Vermont at that point for three or four years. Um, and it didn't matter how many times I would say, I'm not a politician. Nobody cares. Like you're an elected official. We voted for you and we didn't vote for that guy. And yeah, but his name was Spoon. That's why he didn't vote for that guy. Spoon? I beat a guy named Spoon. (laughs) Uh, And (laughs) we should have him on. Spoon Agave. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be fine. Spoon Agave. How's his name since Ken Beat? It's like a pump band. (laughs) How has it gone for you? Listen, (laughs) when you have lawn signs that say check Schneck, I got to get you one for the basement. Check Schneck. You have one of those? Check Schneck. How do I not already have one? Oh, of these? I will bring one next time I come. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, you can't beat Check Schneck. Um, uh-huh. It's basically this generation. Well, I like can't I, beat it. Yeah, no, he didn't. He, <laughs> and he could have come up with like something. A... <laughs> this would be like a cool boxing poster too, like spoon <laughs> Schneck, and then you're both face yeah. to face. Yeah. It Spooning, gone. but <laughs> the point being, like, I, I if he tr- didn't use that for his campaign, that's why he lost. Yeah, also because his name's not Spoon. I like that's not his baptismal name. Um, but but you know, and and obviously as someone who's written about you before and yeah. followed your campaign, and you're not, you're, I I see to me you are an outsider. Like I was an outsider. Yeah. We're not. The establishment candidates and some people are just like, I, "Cool, keep saying you're not a politician. You are an elected official." Like, exactly. That part was really hard for me because I'm like, "But I'm not," you know. It was. I think yeah. People. I agree. A lot of people view when you say, and I, I believe that you said that, and you probably have too. And you're not. That's why you're independent. Yeah. But I mean, when people hear you say, "I'm not a politician," everyone thinks that's what a politician would say because people right. don't. Like it does sound very misleading. Yeah. I so I I my um I learned from my good friend uh commissioner his name is tony vero but he's one of our commissioners and he's like you're a public servant we're all public servants i'm like i like that because it's true so i'm like no yep. i'm a public servant <laughs> but um but again mansfield as big as it is i mean we most people know each other from you went to school together you mm-hmm. work together yeah. you know someone's mom or whatever it's like if you go to walmart or kroger you're gonna see someone so i think in this it, i've been lucky because a lot of people know that that's where i'm at you know um how can I how can I do what I'm doing and keep it strictly about being person centered and I want to be able to interact I want to be able to um, develop friendships with people who are quote unquote uh, 
supposed to be my enemies. Because, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's been helpful because it's helped me put a lot of my judgments in check, you know. And so it was pretty hurtful, you know, when, you know, some mentors and friends in the local Democrat Party, um, not all, but some were very obviously blasting me on social media. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, just being hateful. But, I mean, I'm like, I get why that is. There's so much happening in the world. I understand. So, but um, these are people I still see at the coffee shops and they're smile at me and just kind of like, but I mean, it's not about them, you know, half of them, you know, aren't, can't even vote in Mansfield. So, right. <laughs> so I don't take it personal. And I think, um, for ward five, which is again, the lowest voting, uh, percentage in our city, because it's very black Brown. It's very, what have you done for us? You know, our neighborhoods have fallen apart. Um, those are the folks who matter. And most of them are non-party anyway. And it's, 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 sh it's shifting all the time. I mean, I mean, uh, so I do like that. I think that there is uh, a purpose for uh, being an R and a D, but there's people who um, don't necessarily fit that mold, and there's people who don't want to have that as their first name and last name. So that's and that's why a lot of people in my neck of the woods who are younger don't vote. And so it's it was a statement. It was, um, but it was personal, and um, and it served it served me well mentally. You know, I, I got past the other you know pullback from folks. Um, and I, I think we're going to see a lot more of that in the future. Yeah. What, what do you think, what is the, the thing that kind of surprised you about? Like once you kind of got immersed in the job, like, like the thing that you weren't expecting, like, Oh, this is part of my, my gig. You know, cause it, it seems like you have a good grasp and we're very much expecting and, and excited about the community aspect, yeah. trying to bring more people in, trying to bring more people, you know, to the voting table. And things yeah. Like that. But what was the thing that you're like, oh, this is just something I did not see coming at mm. all? Um, honestly, it was the internal stuff. So I, I didn't I didn't find connecting with the area daunting because I feel like I was yeah. always in there. I didn't think it and, would be, yeah. But once I was actually, you know, you know, doing council duties, it was seeing the needs of uh, city workers, mm -hmm. um, that dynamic there, I'm like, wow. I mean, when I was growing up, if you worked at GM or the city, that was like the best job ever, you that know. Was a coveted job, and if you yeah. can get family in there, it's even better. But like most places, you know, parts of our city departments are understaffed, and the morale's been low for people because you know um, maybe because of different types of leaders and stuff like that. Um, so that was a big thing is having conversations with people who work in the city and they they basically don't like their job or they don't feel like they're supported. Um, so that was like, wow, I mean, we're supposed to help them as well. And even though they're not necessarily a ward, uh, a ward issue, things are going to come to city council that you have to vote on, which means you do your homework. So that was one of the things there. Um, are you, are you negotiating contracts like police contracts? I don't, and, there are some negotiation, negotiations oof. going on with unions and contracts right now. That and that stuff is hard. And that to me, so, my, and I've been, I said my, the, the things like finances and contracts, I'm just like, that's the least favorite thing that makes my eyes go across. Yeah. But you have to learn it because it's important. I mean, um, when you vote, it affects a lot of people. Um, and I just wanted to, can we just not spend more than we have? Is that yeah. a budget? Flop? No, that it has to be more. Like, and we were given a lot of money. You know, we got the ARPA funds. Yeah. So that money is almost gone because, I mean, right. you know, we went years without, city staff didn't have, um, 
senior employees weren't getting raises. We had uh, we were almost under the red line of not having enough safe, uh, police officers. Yeah. And you know, I know people have different opinions about the police officers, but we still need to have a safe city. And I was definitely like, yeah, give them raises. We can't lose them. Um, so those type, we need new uh, snow trucks. We need plows. So we had a really catch up on things that um that were being neglected because we didn't have the money yeah um but then you you know you can't make everyone happy because then people are like well why can't we need where's the new housing at i was like i agree we need housing too that's as funny as you like things have been neglected for years and then money does come yeah everyone has the same accurate story of we haven't had this for years. We haven't had this for years. And you're like, you want to help everybody, but yeah. that's, it's, it's, it's always kind of like, it, it always kind of pictured like, like running like a bar or a restaurant. Cause I, the friends I know that do, they're like, everyone has this conception of that. You know, you are, I own this restaurant. I own this bar. I'm rich. Mm-hmm. That is not the case. They're like, it's something all the time. Right. Every day. The fridge breaks, everybody, yeah. and we have to fix the fridge because we got to keep the food fresh, you know. Or like the AC goes out; it's summertime. We have to fix the all AC. the time. Or, you know, uh, one of the windows broken. We have to fix the. It's, they're like it's every single day, and I'm never ever ever ready. Whatever you budget at the beginning of the year versus what you think your costs are going to be based on previous years. It's just a really cute Excel sheet yeah. <laughs> that it means nothing. And we want you're right. the February, right. you're like, this thing's already broken. Yeah. And we want the new pool table, folks. We yes. all want it. Everyone but, does. Like, yeah. It's just going to keep But you know, you know, which, which money comes in the picture. And, I, and if I didn't know what I knew, if I was just, you know, living my life as I was before and not knowing all this, I would be upset too. I'm like, you have all these millions of dollars, do something. Because we had no pools open this year. But with all this money, people's hands right. are out, organizations, nonprofits, and everyone just can't get it. There's a lot more to the finances. And I hate dealing with my own money. So, um, but the but the county commissioners have also been pretty instrumental in helping in areas that the city can't. But so I would say to answer your question, really, the needs of the city employees, and I, you know, and the importance of knowing those union type contracts and yeah. finances, because I feel like those are those are my initial interests. Mine were like, okay, I'd rather be out. I don't want to just go to city council twice a month. I want to go do something to help people and be in the trenches. But um, but you have to know it all and you have to ask questions and and you have to get you know everyone's perspectives and um because everyone's playing chess it seems and i don't, I don't want to play chess you, you said something a few minutes ago that was basically like alien gibberish to me uh you said uh that you don't take things personally i didn't learn that um and so i'm curious how you how i that was probably one of my biggest struggles yeah. was and, and the more accessible i was the more you become a target. Like they're not, yeah. no one online's going after the old guy who they know it doesn't, you know, is still using AOL. Like nobody's, <laughs> you know, nobody's, nobody's attacking that guy. Cause they know he's not going to read it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm, whereas I'm like, let me tell you what's going on and let me be accessible, yeah. which then open myself up. I did not do well at not taking things personally yeah. at all. And, and, and it hurt even more from like, for me, fellow Democrats fellow gay people when they went after me i'm like what is yeah. happening we're supposed this. to stick yeah. together it is if tough I because put a shirt on and my wife's like i don't like that color i take that <laughs> that ruins my fucking weekend yeah. no, even, can i tell you that like i still remember i haven't thought about this in forever because this has got to be this 11 12 years ago i remember campaigning and saying like that i mean if 
if at the time, if I were to be elected, uh, I was going to be the first out gay person elected mm-hmm. on this on the city council. Um, and I remember a couple who owned a prominent gay couple who owned a business reaching out to me saying, can you please stop saying that you're gay? We really don't want that attention. And I was like, what is happening we? right now? Yeah. And like, it can, was just, yeah, cause I, they that were, hurt my feelings yeah. so badly and I didn't know how to navigate that. I think and it for, didn't get better. I think personally, <laughs> like I do pretty well for I, most of my life in my adult life, I've done well at just having a thick skin. And I think that's because, you know, you compare it to experiences I've had that are, you know, more hurtful, you know. But also just going back to, you know, working with people with disabilities and, you know, like they've, I was using, you know, they've had a lot more struggles of than I ever could. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm lucky because if I were doing this in like 19 or 20, I would have, I would have, my mental health would have been really bad. Yeah. But that's not, that's not, I don't, I don't, I've never really, my sister can tell you, I've never cared about what people thought about me. Um, and I never really wanted to create waves. I told like, I just knew who I was. And, but when it was people who are pursed, like friends, it, it was hurtful. But then I'm like, I can't focus on that because this isn't about them anymore. Right. Um, and, um, and it was hard because when I decided to run, I was a fear, I was fearful that, like, music videos and art videos that I did were going and they did people were trying to like cancel me before cancel culture was even like a term like some of the um politicians and stuff and so that was hurtful because I'm like oh they're gonna like try to find all the stuff about me so yeah I had a, a, a you know you, you own it like yeah I, I created that I'm happy with it I, I sing about that um I'm gay move on so I mean you own it and you don't you 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 don't focus on it and yeah so what and so that's helped that's helped me and last year um when people did try to use those things that had nothing to do with my campaign it didn't bother me because it's like no one cares yeah. i mean can, so. can i ask yeah. if you're just talking about art and music how are they using it I, i'm just yeah. curious so I, I had what were they doing i had um i used to have host um art shows at my at my venue um we don't do shows now and we had a exhibit and everyone you know, 50 artists were contributing art, and I did a piece, it was a video, and it was about, like, the Me Too movement, it was about narcissism, it was about a lot of things, and um, it was just me depicting different, like, excuse me, scenarios, and so there was scenes with me in, like, a jockstrap, it was, it was real, like, ex- exhibitionist, this was, like, in 2018, Okay. and um, and it was something I was proud of, I mean, I understood it, you know, um, so that when I was running the first time, that was uh, that and a song I wrote called "Build the Wall," which was about my you know story of my grandpa and my father and anti-Trump. Uh, you know I was proud of that song too. But those two things that were artistic in nature were um, sent to the um, the chairman at the time of the Democrat Party, and they're like, and my job. And the Mansfield Rising plan, so they're like trying to get me fired from my job and and trying to have the Democrat Party not support me. And so that was kind of like, wow, people are really watching you. Oh, and, yeah. But I was like, I'm proud of those things. I'm not going to hide it. So I would just like share it more. So I, I just think when you don't, plus I had supportive coworkers and. That's a Hail Mary. The Dem, the, 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 the yeah. Dem party were very much like Aurelio. You don't focus on art. I was like, no, I'm going to still do art and music. I don't care. I'm not changing who I am, you know. But I mean, it was just people in a smaller town trying to make it like a national type campaign but <laughs> it wasn't you know it was it was silly but um and again I didn't take I was more mad than taking it personal yeah but uh, it just like 
it just made me like, hey, you know, we have a great creative community, you know, so emphasize them a lot more. And um, so that, yeah. I was going to ask, like, if your sister would he- were here, would she say that you've always been thick-skinned? I don't know. What would you say? What? <laughs> She's nodding yeah, there on the good, couch. I, I, yeah. That's good. If yeah. I mean, I, that's a thing that a lot of us, I think, think that we are yeah. uh, and <laughs> say that we are. And yeah. Most of us are not. And I either I think that, that I am or say that I am. I mean, I have moments where, I, I mean. tissue paper over here. Uh, yeah. I am very thin. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, you know, coming in, you know, our schools were very, like, grade school was very black and white. There was not a, there weren't a lot of biracial, there weren't a lot of multiracial kids. So I feel like me and my brother and sister, we got picked on a lot just based on mm-hmm. how we looked. I mean, um, so we had, we fought all the time. I mean, um, last year when I got hit, I mean, I was very public about me hitting his ass back and fighting him, you know, because then they're like, oh, you shouldn't say that. I was like, no, you should defend yourself, you know. So we, and just, we do have to tell everyone that story. Yeah, I'm it's yeah. really like, I, if you don't mind. Because no. I, I, I said, Joe, do you know, you, you know that this I had a happened, big old Joe. black eye yeah. for, like, <laughs> for a month. But it was a lesson that came out of it. But that's another example. You can be like, you shouldn't have to do that. But, I mean, you should be prepared for stuff like that. But, I don't know. I just think that I've been, because of my family, because of our experiences, the people that we've been around, the people that we've served in our jobs, and um, knowing who you are, yeah, that makes you tough, I feel. So we so we have to tell people. So it's it's the night before Pride. Yeah, last 2021, year. 2021, yeah. you're setting up the table. I was working, too, with my work badge on. <laughs> you had your work badge on. And, and, and I actually really, I don't know that we've processed this since, but but uh, I really admired the messaging that you took from that story, which I'm sure we'll get to in a second. But um, and, and really, this was just a guy who sounds like he was pretty unhinged. Who, yeah. Who went after a colleague of yours? Yeah. Uh, you know, and and was trying to be very confrontational. And, oh yeah. And you stepped in. Yeah, and um, at the time, I mean, we didn't know. We just, he was just very aggressive. Yeah. Um, it happened so fast, and you know, he was and my coworker at the time had you know green hair, so we kind of stood out anyway. And he was just so fixated on getting closer to him, and he was calling us, you know, faggots and everything else, and um. And we, we weren't even there for five minutes. And then um, he just kept, you know, getting our personal space and kept pushing. And, and when he hit me, it's like all I remember just rolling around and fighting and getting up and fighting and getting up and fighting and, and seeing people video it. And this was like during lunchtime on a square. And um, it was just crazy. And, but, and, and I was so pissed that whole night. It was a Friday. I remember, you know, thinking, oh, I had, you know, I had to do a statement. And the cops said I was charged, everything. And, so I'm thinking, am I going to get a, he got arrested, but I'm like, am I going to lose my job? You know, right. um, I'm, I'm campaigning. This is going right. to look awful. This was before the election. So I was real public about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I remember I met my mom up for a drink and I'm just like, I was so mad. And then I later learned that evening that the guy was, um, uh, he was a resident, he was a client at the homeless shelter there and i was on the board of that shelter so i was like shit a board member just fought a client but then we found out all of the things leading up to that which we gave it more of a forgiving educational twist on homelessness mental health stuff like that but at the time i didn't give a damn i was like you know if someone hits you you defend yourself and um, moment, yeah yeah so you know um and you know some people and there was people who were setting up you know uh the gay, some of the um, gay association people are like, 
kind of making me feel bad that I was fighting him. I'm that like, I did not. We horrible. have not talked about this, yeah. and that so in no you way you get chastised me. for like, like you think he would just hit me and stop hitting me? No, so. Yeah. I, I, that in no way surprises yeah. me. That, so there was some that of that, and LGBT it was from it was from the that, yeah. from the LGBT community, like you know, turn the other cheek. Yeah, we got to be a cut above. Yeah, that this we did not talk yeah. about this. But so that, that was in no that, way so yeah. Me. So that kind of made yeah. It's well, God, that word that the 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 faggot word is so incapacitating for so many of us. It just takes you back. <laughs> it so, takes it takes you back, and it's so and, degrading, and and he's screaming it. I'm like. Yeah. yeah, you're like, wow, I'm mm-hmm. a well-adjusted 45. Nope, I'm in middle school. And like, yeah. you just go, it like you flip that yeah. switch immediately. But, yeah. but it, it, gosh, does it not surprise me that, that other LGBT It was horrible. I that, mean, yeah. like, um, like feeling like, you know, like you're the bad guy and, um, this isn't what we do. Yeah. And it's like, no, you defend, you, you defend yourself. I'm not, I'm not like, um, Okay, I might got some anger issues, but I have it under control. I'm not just randomly having a fight downtown. Right. But um, like none of them, none of them intervened. I mean, mm. so I mean, like afterwards, you know, he he was. I think his tooth got busted out, and 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 they kind of made me feel about bad about that. So it just made me like have a disenchanted vibe with some of the people in that community. Um, not now, but I was I had a lot, I was pissed that night at, at them, at him, at you know, it's it's different when someone calls your name, but it's different when someone actually hits you. It's like you just kinda snap. And I think, you know, the message of you if you're able to defend yourself or someone next to you, then do it. If if you run, that's okay too. In that situation it would it, you know, we had to fight. So I've never so you've been in that situation. In a in a fighting situation, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I never have, like, and and so and I everything rem- that he described is is. I mean, I, if someone throws a punch at me or has thrown a punch at me, I'm not just like, oh, I wonder what his intentions are. Is it one like, punch nope, only? Game time. Here we go. Yep. Right before like, that's, I, that's it's just not a. Oh yeah, yeah. Right before I moved from Vermont to to Cleveland, I was and I was still city council person. I was just walking down the street and a guy sucker punched me, truly mm. out of nowhere. It was a, it was a guy who such a punk who, move like. And I had no idea what I was supposed to do. Oh. And I just kept walking because like yeah. I didn't I literally was like, I've never encountered this before. And that is part of my enormous amounts of privilege, right? That I enjoy. And so just I remember sitting there and listening and talking to you yeah. as as we were writing that piece uh for for the Buckeye Flame and thinking, wow, I have I would like to believe that I would have been one of the people stepping in, uh, yeah. but it, but we said yeah, people are taking their phones out. Unfortunately, it's the thing. oh my god, was, it's that, just, that's just something. And that's why it was so yeah. Now. So I'm freaking out. I mean, first you I can't know, even wrap my mind around. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. That I yeah. know I, I wouldn't have done. And I I do <laughs> feel confident in saying this that if I did see that, the last thing on my mind would be taking my phone out. Yeah, I really think that I would at the very least try to grab whoever the aggressor is and pull them off. Or no, no, no I mean my my colleague, so he was weird. trying to and yeah. but it was a level of just humiliation too because when you know when the police get there i mean and we're separated and have to like you know he told me going to cruiser and i'm like i don't want to get into cruiser everyone's watching you and you realize you know you got this big old black eye um people recorded it who is it online did someone tiktok it so it was important and, and are they did they only video clips of it and yes. not the whole because there was so much to happen oh i didn't see it either but that yeah. was my fear like oh this is going to be on like facebook and instagram and is it going to be the whole confrontation because no one was and there that's except a thing that very that's a very yeah. common thing where yeah. the clip gets diced up 
if they wanted to tell a certain yeah. story versus the they could have story. they could have made something like I was the aggressor. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. my big fear was like let me let me you know put this out there and you know really quickly and um but I have never no I I didn't see no video and um. I'd be curious too, but no, I'm, I was. No, I that was my biggest thing. Like, I was like, I don't want to see it. that. Yeah. You know, I'm pl- and plus knowing what I know about him now, I mean, that would have been humiliating for both of us. So, so that's what I wanted to hit. I, I thought that you just it was really impressive the the framing that you did of it of like, okay, yes. Yeah, so first of all, this happened, and there was an aggressor, and I was protecting a colleague of mine who yeah. you know th- this guy was coming after. Also, there are some larger issues that we need to deal with here in yeah. Mansfield around. Uh, people experiencing homelessness and mental health issues. And so I, you know, again, I would like to believe that at some point I would have pivoted to that not as quickly as you did, right? Like I would have just been in that space of, oh, this is a thing that I was involved in. And you really got to, you got to the macro issues pretty impressively quickly. And I'm glad because, you know, again, if this would have been like many, many years ago, um, I feel like with age and with experience, I've, I'm a lot more forgiving than I would have ever been. Mm. I remember being a king of grudges and and not forgiving, even if it was something I did wrong. Um, I'm not that I'm not I'm way in a whole different place now. So I'm I think sometimes I'm too forgiving, mm-hmm. but I'll accept that. And um, but no, I mean once I got all the information about who he was and realized that you know his family were always actually in in and out of the homeless shelter when he was a kid. So all those things like well this guy is down and out. And then him and I actually uh, interacted a few days after when he got mm-hmm. out of jail because he was staying in the alley next to my building. And he he came over my he knocked on my he, he rang my doorbell and he was clearly not drunk that day. And he came in we talked and he explained wow. to me why he didn't like gay people and. You know, his very words were like, I didn't even, I was like, you don't have to tell me. He's like, well, I don't like gay people because my uncles tried to make me gay when I was little. And I was like, say no more, I get it. So from that point, I'd still see him, like, uh, his his circle support was able to help him find an apartment. He, so he had some relapses and stuff like that, but we were able to, like, be cool. And um, so I didn't have any hatred for him, but I, I did tell him, you know, you, you can hate whoever you want to. I mean, whatever, be you, but you can't touch people. Yeah. I mean... Is, is there anything that you um, haven't forgiven your sister for? And can you tell us in detail what that was? My sister? <laughs> well, my sister's probably like, um, you know how they always say like the grandmothers like, or like the big mamas, like the, the soul of the family? I'd say my sister is like our uh, matriarch of her family. Not to take away from my mom, but my so, so I have an older brother. I'm the middle and then Anna. And uh, she's here. She's probably feeling awkward. But we've always been the closest. I she feel hasn't like. She has looked up in about thirty-five <laughs> minutes, so it's all good. Yeah. No, but I think she knows me well, and I mean, even like, and it was really, uh, you know, when that incident happened with the fight, you know, she was very um, outspoken of her support on it, and um, and her and my brother-in-law, and just a lot of people. I mean, so I don't know. It was it was and my brother-in-law. You know, we 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 grew up in churches, and he's really real involved with this church, and you know, some churches do have like. You know some reservations about the gay lifestyle, and sure. but I think you know people like my brother-in-law. They see it's beyond. That's about your loved ones and family and actions and what you can learn from it. So, I mean, yeah. Did you encounter anti-gay rhetoric in campaigning? Like, did people um, come at you? I feel like did people come at you more for art than for being gay? Which right? Gay progress. You would have thought that, that was my. <laughs> that was actually my. When yeah. you sound about how they were fine, I was like, oh, that's other stuff's not working. Now they're like, oh, but. He does music. <laughs> that was my art. My music got it was the biggest thing in 2019 when I ran the first time. This time, and no, I mean the Democrat, the local Democrat Party, 
some of I should, a few of them really wanted me to focus on um, my my sexual orientation, my ethnicity, um, because there there had never been a gay or Hispanic council person in Mansfield, so they really wanted. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I mean, people know that about me. I say, yeah, I'm Mexican, I'm gay, I'm a radio first, and you move on. You know, this isn't that's not going to help my ward. The wards, it, it should be about me getting to know them, you know, and so I didn't want to use that as, um, as a platform or anything. I didn't run away from it, but I didn't like focus on it. I was like, okay, this is me next. But I didn't experience any type of like homophobic, um, things besides the fight. I, I received mostly a lot of, um, uh, a few like, instance of racism, not for being mm. Mexican, but for people thinking I was uh, from the Middle East. There were like a few oh, of those. Like, being called inaccurate I've been, I, the one time I was called the sand in oh. word a few times. So, I mean, like, but I, whatever. I mean, because I was told to not knock on Republican doors. They gave you a walking list. I'm like, I'm going to knock on every door. But oddly enough, it wasn't conservatives who called me that <laughs> it was people of color calling me that oh. so just like you know i did but i didn't i didn't receive any homophobic things um to my face because I, I think because i didn't make a big deal about it i mean like i feel like no one cares about that i mean they they know i've done other stuff so you you, you said two things kind of like there that that really stuck out one was the because i've always been fascinated slash frustrated with the way that like when i see a lot of kind of like political ads campaign strategies whatever you want to call it but you'd mentioned that the uh the 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 democratic side your party or mm -hmm. well not necessarily your party i know i would say I'm, i have my my principles are very democratic so yeah, but okay yeah. but you're running independent but definitely okay. yeah but they they wanted you to focus on your personal life versus exactly versus like the the needs of of your ward or yeah. something like that and then you just, you also, oh, what was the other thing you said? It kind of just struck me in terms of, uh, uh, oh, not campaigning to people that they thought weren't going to vote for you anyway. Yep. That is, that is such a, and I'm glad you did. You're like, no, I'm doing that. To, I, yeah. That's the thing that is the, the, the hardest thing for me to grasp and why there's so many people, in my opinion, in the middle and don't know which way to go. Yeah. Because they just, they don't understand. They're t I just, I am so confused. Like, can we please talk about, you know, crime or, you know, getting better schooling or anything? We like want that. answers. Like, stop <laughs> yeah. telling yeah. me, like, yeah. stop telling me, like, oh, really? You're, you're born in Texas? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you're running in Texas, I assumed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that is the thing that more people are getting frustrated with, it. and that that's why you see, in my opinion, low voting percentages yep. continuing to go. I think that's why younger people just don't vote. I'm we, sure there's a lot of reasons, oh, but it's same just, thing it's, just, it's a it's a it's a frightening, like for anyone to be like, you know, what you should focus on the fact that you're you're gay, and that, that's how you're going to get elected. I feel like, like that. What was, about yeah. all the other stuff that we need? Yeah, you know, like, and that was, that's weird because I mean, locally, it's totally different. I mean, obviously, I think we you should be. Um, Whatever issues you have with whatever issue, I mean, you have your stance for it. But in the world I live in, just we talked about beautification, homelessness, blight, um, a lot of stuff. Those are, you know, so when people that I knocked on doors, if they were like, you know, Trump supporters, because they, they have a sign that I would still go knock on their house. And the minute they'd find out, you know, what party you with, then I would tell them. So I was always prepared, and if, and I if they wouldn't have a discussion about, I would like, no, what's your concern in your neighborhood? So I was able to redirect that and yeah. and have better conversations with that. I just didn't feed into it, um, and that's easy to do if people want to do it. 
Um, so, but with the, and I feel like I'm dogging our local Dem. We have a great local Democrat party, but, I, you know, when I campaigned last year, I think they had an idea of a campaign manager. They had, I, I didn't want, so I basically told them, no, my sister's my treasure and I'm going to do everything myself. You know, we, I didn't want to put all this um, stuff on my palm cards that had nothing to do with Ward 5. We had a candidate, um, and he's a friend. He was running for one of the wards last year. His focus was um, conversion therapy, how he was opposed to it, which I agree, but that nothing, no one in his ward knew what that was. They're like, dude, we have crooked sidewalks and our yeah. parks are. I'm like, so those, and I feel like they're encouraging candidates to do that. And it was, so you come across as really out of touch in your city. And, and I knew that going in. So I, I didn't want their help with that because I knew that. You kind of someone had to play by their rules and compromise a lot of who you are, and um, they didn't like that Democrat Republicans, non-Trumper Republicans were donating to the campaign. I thought I was like that should be flattering, you know. I mean, they don't support them, that but they should be the goal, right? Don't, we want to build bridges. I don't want to be us against them, and I feel like that's where we're at in general. So um, that's where I vow to not ever be. I love so, that. I it, it just you're trying to represent everyone, right? Like that is ultimately the goal, right? It's it's yeah. it's not like I am running to lower Democrats' taxes. No, that's no. weird. Like that's not a thing. And I mean, and, I love them too, you know. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they're just uh, as I have a particular obsession with one one uh, Ohio House Republican, and I just keep coming after him over and over. He's a pastor out in Vickery. Which now I know exactly where Vickery is. Vickery. It's right by Sandusky. I for some reason thought it bordered Chardon, but okay. you would think. <laughs> you would think. I need to find out who their house rep is. Vickery. And, and, and I just keep coming after him over and over and saying, Pastor, uh, like, are you even attempting to represent the LGBTQ people in your district? Like, you're just not even. Are you are you really saying the only people you represent are the Republicans in your district? And, yeah. And he would say yes. That's where my votes come from yeah. and and cool then just abandon the sham that you are an elected official for yeah. everyone who lives in your district and own it at least be honest about it exactly. and, I, and i feel like there's a lot of that and um i don't know i just that's i don't know i would struggle knocking on the doors i i never did that i was scared i know i was scared especially oh, I, I would, I would too, the yeah. first time i did it it wasn't as um you know it wasn't as bad it was bad but it wasn't um expected but after 2020 just like, and I started, I started in January. I'm like, I'm going to do, you know, I was, they're like, don't do it too early. You're doing it too early. I'm like, I don't care. Um, and so I purposely went on doors of people who are Republican and, and I was scared because I'm like, okay, I need to like knock and stand far away and not, you know, I don't want people thinking of breaking their house or something like that. Um, but I never had any bad experiences other than the, the one time I got called the S N word. But, um, I feel like they really appreciated it. Yeah. Um. It's the guy, um, uh, Taylor Sappington, I think is his name. He's running for uh, state auditor right now. And he, the first door that he knocked on, and he's, he's an out uh, gay guy here in Ohio, and the first door he knocked on was, was just an intense Trumper. And he, he's got great stories about how the great conversations that they had 
um, after I think the guy called him a faggot. Um, but yeah, after that, it really there was connection. And I like I think those emotional bridge was built. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it really so brings people together in that yeah. way. But I mean, like I might have screwed that story up. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and rewrite that story. Yeah. yeah, I think they're making a movie out of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Lifetime on Hallmark t- turns out that that guy was really a prince. No, well, yeah, that's what happened at the end of the story. With the big inheritance. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've I've always. I think that's a that's something that both sides do. They're just they're oh they're both they, guilty they're, of they're, it. They're very much just like yeah. hey man, just if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's go with the people that care. Who yeah. cares about the people? The funniest story that I remember from the 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 Trump Clinton uh, campaign was that Hillary Clinton had nobody for uh, uh, basically no rural outreach program mm. zero. Like she was like ignoring those states. Yeah. At, Completely ignoring them. When the race started getting really close, everyone's like, uh, we may have to talk to some people outside of your yeah. district and you, you that have you to know. Do that. She's I like, mean, all right, so I'm going to open a rural outreach program. And she did it in Brooklyn. <laughs> and it's like, that's an out of, but she's just like, I'll do it. Fine. Yeah. But I'm doing Brooklyn. it there. Cause I yeah. like in Ohio or Brooklyn, Brooklyn New, York. New York. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I remember hearing that that's story. And I'm like, and that's why I would have justified Brooklyn, Ohio. Um, <laughs> Possibly. That would have made sense. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that's a. But it's like, well, yeah, but, but but I mean, these people like me, and they they applaud when I come in, and I don't get tough questions, and they all do that. They just they don't really like the the, the Republicans just want to talk to those the the, the middle America. I think people it's, that it's, just it's I think it's easy, them. and I think comfort levels, and I do Super, get that because yeah. like what Kim was saying, like it was I was nervous knocking. I'm like, gosh, am I going to make myself do this again? But um, it was very it was, it was the best part of campaigning. It's the yeah. most important thing of campaigning, and I, I think there's a huge uh, honor of if you are elected and you are representing everyone, which basically means you're getting to know them, you're getting to know their needs, and yeah. um, you don't necessarily have to agree with them. It's so simple, and a lot of people who disagreed with me last year, or like on social media on my page. I'd say, well, let's get coffee. And some of them would meet with me and like... Really? Yeah, I mean, That's so great. I love that. I'm like, well, rather than bash me, let's talk. And some of them would. Most of them did. And I feel like the more the more of that, that occurred, uh, more non-support I was getting from the party. And it was just fr- so frustrating. Yeah. It was so frustrating. It was kind of like, okay, well... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be solo in this too, you know. <laughs> well, I think the but, most um, frustrating thing that uh, of what you've you've described is when you get donations from a uh, uh, from Republicans. And yeah. How, how did anyone get pissed at that? Like, well, that, that? I'm like, and it's public record. This is amazing. So like, so they're given my uh, some Republicans were given their cash to Democrats, you know. So yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was huge. I'm like, this is it good. Is. And they're like, no. I was like, like, so am I a turncoat now? So gradually, more and more, I knew like where I, what I was going to be doing anyway. And um, but it, this year, it it came hard when just uh, trying to work closely with uh, Republican leaders yeah. and stuff like that because you have to. And you know, you you know, we're not talking about Biden and Trump. We're talking about you know the Westinghouse and factories yeah. and and you're being you know. You it's just I, ridiculous. I've, I've always thought, and I don't know if this is true because I haven't polled all the Republicans, but I've always felt that Repo- like say there's like there are ten things that you have to vote for, and in, in I feel like they get really attached to two of them. I feel like the Republicans are easier to switch to Democrat than Democrat is to Republican. I think you're right. I I that's just my opinion. I have nothing to base out of. That's just based on the conversations I've had, especially now. Oh, very much now. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I think that I just think the I think it's it would be easier to get or let's just not even say Republican or Democrat Republican in the middle. I think that's easier to do. Yeah, just I seeing a lot they, of that. Uh, I, I think they get really focused on like two like two things that are really really important. And then the other ones are like, I, you can deal with that. I don't really care. Hmm. But the two things that they're really or the one thing that they're really really into usually about like you know like whatever it's jobs or job creation or job stability or economy things like that. That's what they're really really into. Yeah, all the different dynamics within parties. You know, I've um, I told my sister and I've been trying to go to uh, the monthly. Uh, local Republican and local Democrat party nice. so I can be well-rounded and you know yeah. of course you know I was like I'm gonna vote for who I who I feel is the best person um, character work ethic and what they've done before any of that and I don't care what you feel but I want to know for myself and I don't want to just hear from other people and um but there's so many dynamics in both parties where I've met Republicans and friends with Republicans who um, I'm like wait a minute you're not Republican, <laughs> you know. I feel like it's one issue that really makes us that. Yeah. And same thing with Democrats, you know. And I think we're seeing a lot of that now with, um, you know, the, the Roe versus Wade. I've, I've seen a lot of folks, you know, locally in, in our Black and Brown community who, um, who, who aren't necessarily pro-choice. So for you know faith reasons and stuff like that, and yeah. and I think just there's so many more intricate like twists to a party and communities and um, where we're realizing all of us just because you you identify something that you don't have the same views and it can be confusing it can be hurtful I feel and I think most of, most of us we're seeing people get angry but um you know we're seeing with the with the what's happening with Republicans and you know Liz Cheney and just you know I mean I never thought I would say anything nice about the Cheneys but right. I, I was just like how punk rock are her I mean brave I mean just to take a stand like that and yeah. know she's going to risk it all so those types of those types of actions really I think resonate with me I'm like that's inspiring you know like wow you're really doing something that's Right, <laughs> for people, and you know, like yeah. I, I, I've heard people say things like, not even about Chan, about anybody, you know, saying yeah. like, uh, uh, you know, well, they completely switched on that. Like, I, maybe they did, but I mean, we all change our minds on stuff all the time. We do when you get new information, yeah. or maybe they've evolved in their thinking. That's not a bad thing. In fact, no. when you stick to your guns after all the new information has come out and you're still sticking to your guns, that's the scary part. Yeah. Yeah. When someone doesn't change their mind when more info comes out, that's more scary to me. Yeah. No, you're uh, right. But someone's like, no, I, I know I know I said that in, you know, twenty thirteen, but you know what? I was younger then or I didn't have enough experience then, so I feel this way now. And everyone's like, flip flopper. I'm like, no, it's that's <laughs> you're growing. <evolved> thinking. <laughs> and I love I love seeing like people change. I mean I've changed a lot of my views. Not my views, but just how I approach things and I, so I love when I see those people who you don't expect to um, ever move and they're like wow that's kind of shocking but it's yeah. also I don't know I think it's refreshing but it also can be a bad thing when they're going the other way to um, when they support oh, something yeah. that there, there's you know, very much the, the, restricting I mean, there are examples of that that I just gave where you're just like oh well, uh-huh. <laughs> that made no sense to change your mind there <laughs> so well that's I mean probably some other motivation <laughs> you know I mean just in the past few years I mean uh, when you know Trump was president, and when he was getting ready to um, you know, lead the White House, just the amount of people that we grew up with, or went to church with, or were close with, just all the stuff they're putting on social media. And I'm thinking, I had no idea you were so hateful. So yeah. those types of things, like seeing people who you knew were just about people, and they just kind of went backwards, and 
and that's so yeah and that reverse side it's it's kind of disappointing too yeah it's that's a i was having a conversation with someone the other day about something similar like this like i am not a trump supporter didn't vote for him wouldn't vote for him but the day that that man dies is going to be kind of a shitty day because everyone's going to flood social media with happiness that someone died yeah and it that, that's and it's that's kind of hard to grasp. Yeah, and, and I don't think, and I can't even thinking about it. It's kind of hard to think about. But when it happens, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck, I wasn't a fan, but can we all just, just right. move on? <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem anymore. If yeah. it was a problem for you guys, like like that's that's bothersome to me. That yeah. that is going to happen. It's really like showed us the world like mm. how how much capable how hateful we are capable be of being oh yeah all of us i mean for many reasons you know i mean um and that's scary you know but i mean i've seen some stuff on social media like yeah how did my tiktok get taken down <laughs> right and this is okay i love that yours did though it's such a good it's such a fun story to see that you had a tiktok taken down <laughs> that is funny t- i thought it was harmless <laughs> I, it was a stitch with Brian making a joke. Was, was it was a political funny. joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad reporting it now. That makes I feel. I just thought it'd be funny. That's fine. Don't worry yeah, about okay. it. You had your reasons. <laughs> I have never met an elected official who was satisfied with the pace of change. Is that where you are? Like I've never met someone who's like, gosh, we're able to create change so quickly. Locally, <laughs> I am, and I feel. Hey, yeah. I love hearing this. Yeah, I'm not Pollyanna, but I feel like. Um, you know, being being in the area of, down, of Mansfield that I have been for a long time, um, it's been happening. And um, but I, I, what is, is exciting is the people that are being included in that change. It's not just the same old people. That's and awesome. we're seeing a lot of you know people of I keep saying different party affiliations who are w- willing to be work together and um, uh, develop friendships. So I mean, a lot's happened in this year alone, and I think that's really good. But I think we have people who are still like leaders and elect officials who just don't like that it's 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 not it's not chaotic enough for them like, they're jingos they want chaos and but i feel like um no i think that's all going to change yeah oh rate of change yeah see we can create change quickly yeah i didn't know. i've seen it yeah <laughs> i didn't know we could do that i thought it was several years you have to want it i mean yeah i feel like you know we're going to have people who are going to just not going to budge, you know. Well, this was the fireworks thing you two were talking about. Yeah, the fireworks. This is, in, fireworks. this is actually, <laughs> I, I did know about you before, um, but I, I think, and because I'd followed you for a little while, and then um, I, I don't remember what it was. I think you posted something about it. Was, it was, you, you'll, you can tell more of the story, but essentially I asked you like, hey, it was something about fireworks being banned in Manchester, Yeah, They've been banned for a while. Is yeah, that correct? They were, yeah. Okay, so, and I was like, wow, this is a, I because it, it just didn't even dawn on me like this is something that you know the the city council needs to get involved in. Just <laughs> big old headline. Put up a sign, be like no fireworks, <laughs> or put up a sign that says all right, fireworks are okay. Yeah. And you had told me, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this is how long it took because I messaged you like just out of curiosity, how long did this take? <laughs> and you're like about four months. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it, right? Because <laughs> like, in my mind, and again, not not doing what you do or being right. involved in it. Or beating Congressman Spoon or whoever you beat. Spoon Aguave. <laughs> Spoon Aguave. I don't like appreciate the snark that's coming out of that the That is not snark. I didn't think anyone could beat him. And you came out just a kid. He was the incumbent. It was a big that's deal. That's a big deal. It is. It is a big deal. I that just is, didn't that's know his huge. name. 
I didn't know that you you basically beat a happy hour drink. Spoon. You checked them. Well, no, I eat like an organic Vermont spoonful of sugar kind of yes. thing. But yes, but handily. But I was. I, by the way, it was handily. It was kind of a landslide. But yes, I am for you. Uh, but yeah, I, and I was just like, because in my mind, I'm like, why is it not like a, a 45 minute conversation about? Yeah. We good with this? Yeah. No. Good. All right. Move on. Next topic. And you're like. And you were very nice about it. You're like, look, sometimes, sometimes there's got we got to talk to our yeah, we talk to our communities and, and these things. So you vote based on what they want, and yeah. and it was like you know the topic of fireworks came. I want to say like right when we were talking about uh, not having enough snow plows, just like during winter time, and it was like, and I also realized uh, next year there's a lot of elected officials, including five people in council, who their seats are up, so they're going to have to decide if they want to run for re-election or for different positions. So a lot of it is grandstanding. Let mm. me like let me really make it look like I'm doing something, you know, so I can get voted. And that's annoying. So I think that had a lot to do with the, the fireworks. Um, because until council I didn't know they were banned in the city. I didn't know at all. But um we were we were proposed we were asked, you know, maybe consider you know, keep the ban because we don't have enough fire department, you know, fire our safety service people. Um a lot of people in Mansfield feel it's unsafe and i'm like what area it was really one ward you know it was kind of like the more upper class people that were like you know and i get it it upsets dogs and people at ps pst whatever you know post-traumatic stress disorder i thought you um, were talking about video games for a <laughs> people are X, trying to who play have Xbox. everyone who has a ps4 hates <laughs> everyone that's playing call of duty it throws right pst right but it was just like um it was just like a, so many talks about it and there were a lot more things happening and then uh so there, the fact that we waited so long before the 4th of July to really vote on it, and um, I don't feel like a lot of people at council were really getting information, like doing like surveys with the folks that represent. But a lot of, you know, I was like, hey, we're, can't we just have a few days where we have them lit and, you know, certain times? I mean, I don't give a shit about fireworks, but, you know, this isn't about me. Um, but everyone voted for the ban, and I voted against it. So yeah, I th- and I think we, I think we, I, we might have talked about it, but I was like, yeah, I like, would have voted this, against it too, yeah. just because it's like, it's. I understand the safety concerns, but if that's where the rubber going down, ban cars, yeah, you know, ban, anything, ban salt, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's I, I do get it, but I mean, and that's probably because I'm in Lakewood, and some ding dong is gonna light them off tonight. I don't know, it's year round. And oh, they, last they, night was a lot. It's, and Did you have a lot last night? I had tons. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have fireworks still? Oh my dude. Oh my we God. don't we don't care about Fourth of July here. They just do oh, it I didn't all know that. the time. <laughs> well, oh. and that's the thing. It's not even sometimes it's not about fireworks and I, again, same thing. I see the posts about people with pets. My cats are totally immune to it now. Uh but but it's more like it what a joke that we have ordinances on the books that ban fireworks. And so I don't know if I've ever told you this. The people across the street from me are, are, are a complete nightmare. They are an absolute <laughs> nightmare. They spend about fourteen grand uh, wow. on fireworks. They they barricade the streets. It's like a true hostage situation, and they set them off. These are professional grade, like crazy fireworks. Ruined my last car. All the ash rained down on my car and oh. burned the paint off. So I, you know, it's like, and and it's a pretty tree lined street, um, and. I'm under the impression that's not something you mix, fireworks and trees. But I remember yeah, uh, calling one, like one year, I, it's, to even say one year was worse than others, it's not. It's a horrible, horrible situation. It's a total horrible situation. But one year, I'm like, this is 
crazy. And so I called the police and I, I can't believe I was one of those people because I'm just not. But it was really it kind of was like a really scary situation. And uh, and so the police said, just want to confirm you're calling about fireworks on the 4th of July. And I'm like, yep. Okay, I'm gonna go. And like, I felt like such an ass. And I wanted to say, well, then don't have an ordinance that says that we can't have them because yeah, that's what's so clearly me. having them. And and you know, and there and they now are unsoft situations like the trees and the you know damage to your car. And and I and I we did listen a lot. I mean, you gave us months of listening to people's concerns and getting you know doing your research. But ultimately, I'm thinking, you know, there's areas of Mansfield that are also rural and. And I think as a result, I was told that we had more fireworks, you know, uh, lit this year, you know, and it's just, it's just, you know, I did, I didn't support that ban. I felt bad for it because the police were being called all the time for it. And then they made it to where if you did get caught with, I had to actually video you or take a picture of you, then I would, you would get charged a thousand dollars and maybe if, um, a, a misdemeanor or something like that, minor misdemeanor. But then if I'm a neighbor recording you, that puts me at risk of retaliation. I so, was yeah. I mean, petrified. Yeah, so I mean, like, it just makes it hard. And um, I just thought, like, why can't we have, like, a few days out, you know, in July? It, you know, it, it seems like we're less restricting. There's smaller cities around us that don't have a ban. And, you know, there's more important things to worry about. <laughs> that was at the, right? end of, at the end of the day, I think that was my, yeah. my whole thing, like, like this? I'm glad everything else in Mansfield's going perfectly fine. <laughs> right? That you guys spent four months talking about. <laughs> That's what it yeah. seemed like. And they kept doing, like, pieces on it. I mean, you know, it's weird because if you would have, like, last year the uh, the biggest headliner was the crows in the park because they're shitting everywhere and people. And then it was a problem because, uh, you it's know. Like the black crows played in the, Mansfield. The black crows. <laughs> and they were shitting That's, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, then, like, and the city workers weren't. We, had, we, we, we weren't utilizing them to clean up the bird poop. And, you know, it was sightly. It was stinky. And so, like, and I love our, you know, our Richland Source um, uh, outlet. But they just focus on it so it was like two days every two days it was a story about the crows so if i was an outsider i'm like mansfield's concerned about crow poop and fireworks like like you said like you guys are doing well because there's other things to worry about so well, you know it, it sounds like a i don't know if you ever watched parks and recreation i've seen clips of it but, but they're, 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 oh, they're, no, no no you now that you are in office in local government you need to watch the entire series and you will flip out parks and they recreation. have so many scenes in this show of just absurd just town hall Citi meetings. Town hall meetings <laughs> really? where these citizens I, just stand up. are just oh. standing up going like, there are entirely too many benches in the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like shit like that. It's like in the middle of like this rural Indiana. It's called Pawnee. And the best part of the show is that. Is like they'll just have all their crazy people stand up and you know, she's she's kind of like she has like your like real positive attitude. She wants to talk to all the people. She knows it's not always a good idea because yeah, they're yeah. all crazy. And someone will just be like, "I found a sandwich in the park today, and it didn't have mayo on it." <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. like, "That's her uh, concern." Great, Thank sugary, you so sugary drinks. Some of those are real things that I've sat through those yeah. meetings. They're like, what a comedy. This is a documentary and it's depressing. Yeah. So I don't know what you're talking about. We do about. have a lot of those folks who like, we have one guy who come to council and I, I he's he comes and he signs up for a public comment every, like oh, twice a month. I love him. And I love him. His name is Esther and, um, and he doesn't really have, he just talks. I mean, and some of it's like, 
nothing that we can change. But there's some comic relief to them. But we have also, also people who are focused on, you know, there's too much, <coughs> the sidewalks aren't even, you know, things that are important. But, you know, let us focus on this first. I mean, I wish I had their life because, you know, they're not really focused on all the really serious problems oh, yeah. in the city. So it's those elements of parks and recreation. Yeah, I think. That, that, that's a hard. That's hard for me to, to. And those are the people you can't ever make happy, no matter if oh, you, no, the, you yeah, put exactly. mayonnaise on you a can. sandwich. They'd still like, oh well, yeah. um, you know, it it's was too flat. Almonds. What yeah. were they thinking? Right. <laughs> well, I need lettuce. <laughs> so people will I always cashews. Yeah, people will want and want and want and, uh, yeah. But the fireworks, it was, it, it shouldn't have gone that long. I mean, because. I get the safety aspect of it, but um, I just, it was, again, I feel like there's elements of people grandstanding to uh, go for re-election. Sure. You know, so. What do you got coming up? Like, what what's Aurelia's Law going to be? Mine? <laughs> if I rule the world? <laughs> no. I don't really have it. I just want to see, like, I think we're going in a good direction, and um, um, our, we have a lot of, we had a big issue with, uh, I shouldn't say issue, but we had struggles with um, uh, folks who are homeless downtown mm -hmm. and differentiating who's homeless in terms of wanting help and those who are homeless and fine with how they are. So um, that was really hard because last year, um, last spring, people were being dropped off in Mansfield downtown from other counties and they shouldn't have been because doing we that at the county level. They too? were doing it. But luckily, our, our, you know, our city got involved and said, stop dropping people off here because we we resources for, you know, food pantries. But then our shelters were full. Yeah. So then folks are living downtown, um, including the guy I got to scuffle with who are, you know, have a lot of things going on. There were just so much. And, um, but our, we, uh, got funding from our foundation, Richmond County foundation and the, the county. And so they develop a pilot program, which is, uh, we have a social worker and a police officer that goes out every, every day of the week. And they try to really identify who, who, who needs help. What do you need? Mm -hmm. So, and that was that was huge. I mean, that's still going on. Um, so I, that, I would imagine there's a lot of reentry work happening there as well, especially with the two prisons in our that's area. Was, yeah, and we have some like a halfway house. And um, yeah, so I think right now the biggest thing is um, our crime's gone down a little bit. Knock on wood, because now we have enough police officers. We had maybe uh, fifty some police officers when we needed to have eighty. And a lot of them were leaving. A lot of uh, cities were recruiting our officers because they could pay them more. So we're leaving. Oh, okay. So we, you know, we did uh, vote on giving raises. Um, we have new recruits, and um, our chief of police is—he's from Mansfield, so he's been work. He's always been really um, involved with groups like NAACP and other mm -hmm. like. So he, you know, teaching his staff more cultural competency because you know he's had some officers in the past, recent past, who. Um, Shouldn't have been officers, and he's taking care of that. So how do you prevent that, and how do you uh, have the convey to the city that the, not all police officers are bad, and that's going to take a long time to prove because there's a bad person in every profession. But there's been yeah. improvements there. I think the big thing is just seeing um, more housing. Yeah. But I don't have anything specific. Just um, I think we're going the right way. Um, I just want to see more um, people pursue like leadership positions who are about people and businesses and growth and not about the stuff they see on CNN and Fox and, uh, you know, whether they're silver hair or I want to see more, um, I want to see all people, not just young people, all people would like get involved and who are in tune and want to be in tune with where they're living at. 
How does the council get along with the mayor? Is there drama? Tell us. There's more drama within the council with okay, each other. There we go. We uh, don't even need to, we don't need to throw the mayor into the mix. Well, our mayor, our mayor, um, our mayor's a good Why guy. Why can't start beef with the mayor? Because <laughs> I love when there's. I'm a politics junkie. Yeah, but he's gonna go back to it. He's oh, he, go home. I like our mayor. So like, our every mayor is gonna have like some um some like uh people who awesome. like him and don't like him. Our mayor's uh term ends next year he's he's done i think three terms so we'll have a new mayor after next year i think our mayor is really uh he's good and uh his strengths are more behind the scenes i'd say okay but it really is i what i've learned is not even really a mayor it's who the department heads are if they're if they're strong then they have staff who are going to be you know hard workers if they're not assertive then they're gonna everything's gonna go to muck um but i think if there were chaos, it's probably maybe with the council, and I may have been instrumental in that unconsciously by switching, uh, po- yeah, by leaving a party. Instrumental in the chaos would be the episode title, just in case you're looking for instrumental one. Instrumental in the chaos, yeah. done. But, so, so, I mean, like, I, you know, I understand that by stepping away from party, it did make, did piss off some of the uh, Democrat oh, council people. So they tried to, I like, they tried to, like, switch committees up and punish me, and then, um, but they're, they're the majority by one, so they didn't pursue it. So that type of stuff. So, I mean, like, again, seeing people people you've known and work with and then seeing that ugly political side of them has made me think, wow, I don't trust you, but I can work with you. Did you say seven? How many people on council? There's uh, seven. And the seven. president, yeah. 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 Seven and the president. Six and the president. Six sorry, and the yeah. president. Okay. Oh, no, no, sorry. So we have six wards and we have two at large. Oh, okay. And then the president, yeah. yeah. The president. So I think there was more more drama, awkwardness amongst some of the council people, and and that was more political nature because of the separation. Because I think their concern was, oh, we're going to lose you know control and power, which again, we're in Mansfield. This isn't Congress. Right. So those types of things. I mean, it's so stupid. What, so. what is at large? What does that mean? So we have two at large council people, and they rather than focus on a ward specifically. Oh, they yeah so okay. you know they kind of they're more well rounded and kind of gotcha. there's uh you know kind of know what's going on all the world so it's helpful when we're able to like you know keep them in um in touch and like in a loop and were you saying that you, that your sister's running for mayor is that what we announced my sister Anna is running for mayor, mayor. That's yes. okay. <laughs> and, and that's why you're actually butting heads with the mayor because yeah, right. with the, the future mayor <laughs> no she wouldn't but there are some really exciting. Uh, candidates on both sides of the party uh, um, spectrum in Mansfield that are going to be running. And there's one I'm really excited about, um, and I intend to support her, you know. And now I can be, you know, more vocal about who I support, whether they're RD. No, Anna's, my sister's not political. <laughs> <laughs> she was your treasurer. She, no, she was my treasurer. I mean, like I said, last year was just her and I. I mean... You know, typically they, when you have a campaign manager, they when you have people knock on doors. I'm like, nope, I'm gonna knock on my doors myself because I don't want people meeting a volunteer. Oh, yeah. I want them to meet me. Oh, uh, good point. Yeah. So what oh, if you know, have my sister knock on a door and they they come at her in some crazy way, and then you know that's or not suddenly good. she gets more write-in votes that right. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, I don't think she's real political. What about uh, what about you, future political? Like, it seems like you dig this spot. I do like of... it, but I also have a full time job too. I mean, yeah. this could easily be a full time job. Um, do you? Is this something you want to continue doing in terms of like? Is there 
a, a mayoral run in your future? Is that something you would even want to do? I don't know. I mean, because I, I feel like I feel like she it's... just okay. Let me just say what happened. And my sister's here. What'd you do? The whiplash <laughs> that just happened with your sister's neck is something that I was able to see, but others were just like. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. She would like to know the answer to the mayor question because she doesn't I'm currently curious. know. That's something you would want to know. Um, that was amazing. If I did, I wouldn't do it next year. Um, I would. I know. I mean, like, like I think it. Ha- I'd have to feel the same way I did years ago when I decided to run for city council. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, shit's not changing. I want to be a part of it. I want to, you know, so something like that. Like, I yeah. and I only ask because, like, I. You see some of those jobs, and, and I mean, take the president I, yeah. of the U.S. forever. That's probably the best example. You know, where you see on the on both sides of the aisle, you know, we're not really getting great choices. And I think it's because a lot of the good ones don't want to do that job. Yeah, because it's, a lot, it's taxing. Sure. Yeah, and you don't think like you can actually get anything done. And it's just you're just kind of like in the cog of this machine yeah. and you're, you're, just, you're, you're not, you're not really making any headway where like, maybe like when you're kind of like boots on the ground, kind of like what you're doing, maybe you feel like you are able to make more impact yeah. and more change. I feel like I'm making a good impact where I'm at now. Um, yeah. and I think that, um, if we had like our next mayor, um, if that person's doing a great job, you support them. You know, I wouldn't ever intentionally try to like compete with someone who's doing good. Sure. Um, and when I decided to run for uh, uh, Fifth Ward, the council person at the time was doing a poor job. He was a very nice guy, but he was lazy, and no one knew who he was. And so that to me is like, that's unacceptable. I mean, to see people come around when it's time for re-election. No one knew who he was. So um, if it, ha- it would have to be something dire like that to where there's a major position where the person is just... Um, obsolete, and I would totally, yeah. If it were and mayor most, or something yeah. like that, or commissioner or whatever, I would, I would consider that down the road. If there were bad options, if there were good options, I would no. Yeah. Okay. So. I was gonna say my biggest regret. This is my like ridiculously unsolicited advice. My biggest regret was not finishing my term. How how many t- years did you do it? Like it was a three year term, and I moved to Cleveland oh. two and a half years out of the three year term. Did you enjoy it the whole time you did it? I loved it i miss it terribly um and there definitely was a headline calling me the sarah palin of southern vermont because what? i left my term uh before it was i thought because you had your updo you I, yes <laughs> emotionally i had my updo uh no but I, I i still regret that and i and i regret not staying there i know that i would have run for yeah. like vermont state senate and and whatnot had i stayed but my biggest regret was was not finishing my term to this day would you ever question. consider getting involved here no yeah. I was just thinking about that. I don't even know who the Lakewood people are. I do. No. Nope. Do they make, are, are they are, are they active? I mean, no, I, I feel I, like I, those I people should be. So I ran for out. my local board. I ran for the Detroit Shoreway Community Development Corporation, okay. and I was running on a post, and which was awesome. Uh, it's and then good. Uh, a guy who like the Kennedys of my neighborhood. <laughs> they've been there for a hundred. 80 years said, I don't want this position, but I don't want this guy running unopposed. And so he ran against me and I lost by three votes. And it's not wow. that I'm bitter about it. It's just that I'm extraordinarily bitter about it. <laughs> um, and because uh, he didn't even want it. And now he's on there and he's like, whatever. That's um, all. No. See, so I didn't like that. So I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I think because some of these, I, <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by the Ohio House of Representatives. Yeah. Um, but 
it wouldn't be me running against a Republican. It would, you know, everyone who's running from Cleveland are Democrats. And so that is the yeah. only reason, what you said is the only reason I would run. There is a guy that I would run against because I, I think he's ineffective. I think at this point, yeah. he's been there for so long. And, and so he term limits out of one like the Senate, so then he runs for the House. See, and then he'll term limit out of the House no. and he'll go back to the Senate. And so I do I don't think like that. I wouldn't run for the Senate because that's Nikki Antonio and she's Ohio's only out LGBTQ Good. legislator, however I feel about her. Um, but, but the House guy. <laughs> I don't know her. Uh, yeah, she's great. Um, the House guy. Uh, <laughs> the, the House guy, it is, it is, very, is very tempting. Yeah. I would never run for Cleveland City Council. I think there would be a lot of competition. I mean, especially if it would be hard, like to really. um, And I'm not from. I think primaries are. You're from Mansfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can point and say, like, I grew up here and I I went to high school here. Like when you said that the what what, your 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 chief of police is from Mansfield. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. That's very important, especially for a job like that. I I will never be an old. Like I would never want to do that. I wouldn't want to be a police officer because that was one thing. I like when they I I they were talking about like police in like bigger cities like Chicago and New York. Like in like 50s and 60s, they would patrol the neighborhoods that they lived in and there was more community kind of like everyone kind of knew each other but that's not the the way it is now yeah i, I think that's real especially for a job like that i think it's very important i think it's important yeah. but i think it'll be difficult like um you know to uh consciously go oppose someone who you know is good because i mean it takes a lot of work you know and then like then you know to lose is hard too i mean just like it, it becomes your life and um but I think really, if there were, if there were a, yeah, if there were ever like a need, if I knew there were like a leader or a person um, who was just not cut out for the job, and they're about it for, they're about you know the other stuff that had nothing to do with growth, then I would totally do it. But right now, I feel like I have a lot of work to do in Ward Five, and sure. the goal is to increase voter um, voters. Love. Um, that's what it was. And getting him involved, so and that's why. So I mean, and I use social media a lot for like a lot of folks who have it. So I'm always. You know, I feel like when you're campaigning, you're saying all this stuff, and like people's like, yeah, 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 lip service. But I'm like, no, I'm going to do all I can. You know, I try to do something daily with, you know, council related. And so it is important that I am kind of showing um, things that I am doing because that's something that wasn't happening in their yeah. ward. And um, and sometimes it's like, I don't want to post this because it's going to seem real self serving. But I think, you know what? You know, they see me, they're working with me. Um, and I don't remember ever knowing my council person or and and no. I, and I think it helps to have other pe- council people step their game up because it's showing you know they're not really doing maybe as much stuff outward. So um, but those but, people she bet all the time. I think the, I think yeah. you're right. I think there's a ripple effect to that. Yeah, I mean, if there are five wards, I mean Mansfield's a you know fifty thousand people like you said, so it's big but it's not huge the 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 word will get around like yeah why does you know ward five have this or why do they have these yeah. type of events or, or community outreaches like why don't we have that yeah that's and even, happened. If the, even if the answer yeah. if they're just like well we don't need that things are good here like that doesn't mean we don't yeah. want stuff too right uh, the, the, there's there's like you know the guy that just recently handily beat ken for this position in the detroit shore way yeah i was I mean, hoping we would close. talk about that again <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was that guy lot. ran and now he's doing nothing i hate see and that's why people don't want to vote and that's why people don't trust and I'm, yes and i feel like um i feel like the, constituents should call people out respectfully about that like you know what you know you're 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 piss poor at being a leader and you know and have someone challenge them anyone it's and, hard um, you know but it i know is it's not that easy in some of these smaller communities too you know i was friends with someone who was 
slotted into a political position in Cleveland. Um, and is, I, it, is it Mayor Bibb? What's that? Nothing. No, but I really <laughs> like Mayor Bibb. I think he's. I would love to yeah. have him on, but I feel like he has other things to do. No. Ask. No, he's he good. doesn't. No, you should totally ask. I asked he's Jenica. Very Remember, I asked Jenica. Because oh, Jenica yeah. goes to spin on. class with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we'll have see. to go to that spin class, by the way. We yeah, still haven't done absolutely that. Absolutely. And then go drink. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it was like, ah, now I feel like I can't hold my elected official as accountable as I would have had I not been friends with her. And yeah. that part's really, it's really small. Yeah. But yeah. Well, no, maybe, I am reminded constantly yeah. I will never be a Clevelander and I will never be an Ohioan. Yeah. So it, it, will be, it would be difficult for me to run for office here. But you, I think I feel like you've you've done a lot in the community that. Well, first of all, people know you. I would and, run for head gay. Yeah. Yes. Well, you would win yeah. that easily. Yeah. I, so. well, I don't know about easily. <laughs> I don't know. We got some good gays here. <laughs> we got. Is it, isn't Lakewood? Isn't Lakewood pretty like? Yeah. In like care lot. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, some of the other better gays I've met. There's a lot Who of them. sat in this basement. Yes. Yeah, there's like five or six yeah. just sat in that chair. Yeah. yeah, I can't get you a discount on Home Goods like those other two guys. Have, so. oh, I know. I'm so happy that I just raised like the people. Who were the other gays you loved? You loved the uh, you loved Jill. Jill's great. I Jill love Mikey. From Salt. I love oh, Mikey the... is what got me way beat. Yeah, I've already in two seconds named four gays that he would vote for before. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would support your campaign, but ultimately, yes, I would vote for them. Yeah, yeah. We have a we have a pretty substantial gay community in Mansfield. I mean, it's a lot. It's, you know, it's I guess it's bigger than more visible than what it was, but it's like any fragmented community within right. itself. I mean, um, yeah. So I yeah, it's not Lakewood or Clintonville, but yeah, you know. But the fact that we even have a gay pride parade and I didn't know I eight years I didn't know that or Juneteenth and we had yeah. our like really first big Juneteenth uh festival um not because uh there was a stigma because no one's ever tackled it but they got a lot of support and we we need to have a lot of that we you know we need a Latino festival even though we don't have a lot of Hispanic people not a large Hispanic community it's it's grown bigger than what it has been but we should have that you know just like any other city so that's a goal yeah yeah that's good that's awesome uh I th- th- this is very this is exactly kind of what I was hoping and, and thought that it would. Be. It's just interesting to hear this side of it because I, I think a lot of I think a lot of people do think that people that kind of do the job you do is the kind of guy that Ken was describing the Troy mm-hmm. Shorey guy yeah. that just is just coming in and just like yeah I won and I'll go to that meeting but I'm not going to yeah. that meeting like I, it, there's not and even like for me like I was jokingly but in the way kind of serious I don't know who the Lakewood person is. I don't know their name. I no one's ever knocked on my door. I'm not saying I want them to, but I mean, yeah. that's just, it's not a thing. And I think maybe I'm one of those communities that we, I was joking around about the other word that they're like everything's fine, and now they're like kind of phoning it in. I'm like, yeah, yeah I mean, I, we would still like to discuss maybe some improvements we can. Well, make, yeah, you know? they should be your you know key person. And but it's it's good hearing your side of it. I, uh, it's really good hearing the the community aspect of it. I mean, in a short amount of time, we've had some success, man. That's great. It's been yeah, yeah. it's been eight months now, and um, yeah. I feel like it's been two years, um, but oh, it's yeah. been good. <laughs> and you know, um, I've learned quickly. You know, you know, juggling work, juggling this, but you know, um, the, I know that I like winter time, but now I'm kind of dreading winter time because, you know, at council we have committees, and they put you, you know, they have three people on a committee, um, uh, vice. They have the chair, vice chair, and member. So um, they put me as uh, chair of the streets committee. So 
Yeah, when it comes to like not things not being plowed and Ooh, salted, yeah. yeah, we get like my first week in council, it was like boom, 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 boom. That so. is my nightmare. Other than the budget committee, that one's pretty bad. It was me. a lot. No, we had <laughs> yeah. like three major storms in Mansfield. At, um, so I remember just working a lot and then yeah. helping people shovel and getting stuck and really holding an emergency meeting to not put our mayor and the, the directors on blast, but being like, look. What are we doing about this? People are asking, and we're asking you. And as a result, we're able to get you know money for um, some trucks. We're able to um, have Ohio Department of Transportation. Uh, they're going to be clearing some of the snow on certain parts of 30 so that we can use those trucks within the city. Because yeah. there are people with disabilities and old people who couldn't leave. And ambulances couldn't even get to people like on hospice. So that's serious. And, oh, yeah. I mean, you can't let that happen. So... So I'm like, okay, so now I can plan my seasons accordingly. So winter's going to definitely be like snow, uh, stress, and then summer's going to be um, crime and streets and everything else. So, so seasons, um, yeah. Yeah, seasons. Winter, crime, streets. Yeah, yeah. seasons come. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's still a whole fun. different wardrobe yeah. for all of them. <laughs> I have nothing for street. Yeah. I have nothing to wear for street. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's still fun. It's still, you know... But I can tell you, Dig. I, I can tell I you. I do like it. it because um, I think it's a personality yeah. trait too. Because I think a lot of people maybe would like what you're doing, and then would start doing it like this is terrible because of the things you have to deal with. Right. But I feel that's like just you, most yeah. people in the community don't think about. But you thrive in it. But you can kind of you can you can like you know some people in council are more behind the scenes. Everyone has sure. their strengths and weaknesses, and I think um, I mean I think I think nothing would be more humiliating than being elected and not doing anything. Mm. Like, yeah. how foolish would you look? I mean, you just made all these promises, and you're just sitting there, and you're, like, just going to council twice a month, but you're not doing anything. I'd be mad, too, you know, if, yeah. if I had someone represent me like that. And I think, um, I don't know, just being a person, personal and, you know, and then you realize at some point it's no longer about you. So there's been times where I wanted to, like, you know, express how I feel about these different uh, issues, but I'm like, no, because I don't want to offend someone in the ward. You know, I could still have my views and vote right. on it if it comes down to it, but I'm not going to um, go to a, like a, like to a protest downtown, even if it's something I really support or don't, because I am trying to, okay. I don't want to, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm playing a safe. I'm just like, I don't want that to be the focus of how I'm trying to build it's trust. Hard. And yeah. 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 This is hard work. Yeah. But no, I can handle it. So of course you can. <laughs> not many people that have well, been elected in office have been punched. Not enough people in elective hey office now. have been punched. Some yeah. need to be punched. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can everybody find like like you? Where can they find what you're doing? What you're working on? Like where can yeah. they contribute? Where can they help? Um, right now, like for those who don't like live in the area, um, I use my social media quite a bit just to highlight. I don't really highlight a lot of like. Um, controversial things on there locally, but like I have a Facebook page, I have an Instagram page. It's just uh, Ray Ludias for Fifth Ward Councilman. And I really just, my goal is to highlight people and their businesses and, um, you know, what's happening in the city and, you know, some of the things like the fireworks. And one thing that I want to see that we've been trying to get um, um, implemented is a skate park. Okay. And make it, a, but make it more like for all wheel. Um, that was my thing. So that yeah. was my thing. The Brattleboro Vermont Skate Park. Yeah. So we 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 approached that three years ago, and I got the council at the time rejected it because people were like, "Oh, they're hoodlums." You know, they didn't like where it was going to be put at. This so, is where I learned about NIMBYism. So that everyone was for it. Everyone's like, "Yep, this would provide such a great yeah. 
outlet, but they were all NIMBYs. Like they were all. That's like, how it is. I, yeah. But I think so. it's changed now. So we we actually regrouped a group of us on mo- oh. last Monday. So, and the whole point was like under the Mansfield Rising umbrella, not a skate park that incorporates public art that's friendly for wheelchairs, bikes, roller skates, um, but you know, kind of like uh, break that stigma of skaters or just young punks doing drugs. Because there's we, right now everyone skates in a slab, which is a um, a big uh, industrial area that's been abandoned, and it's still cool. Um, but it can be unsafe sometimes. Sure. And there's people who are our age and older and younger who skate together. And um, so that's one thing we're trying to, um, you know, that and community centers for that. youth. That's good. Yeah. I do like that. I like, I started picturing like uh, graffiti murals. Yeah. Like, every oh time God, I see yeah. like a local artist that decorates something like that. I just always, always love that. I think it looks so cool. People I love it. so for it. And that they're like, they, we have to get this. And yeah. like, cool. We're going to actually do it in the park by where you live. No, not in my backyard. That's what happened. That's, <laughs> that was the, that was the pushback before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to definitely watch that. Oh, do you, oh you're going to have to. You will watch it. Oh, a, big part, a big part of the show, like an ongoing theme throughout the entire series, is her trying to get this park built. And that's what a lot of the meetings are about. It's just funny. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's kind of a, it's an extreme absurd. But some of the things you're just like, I think that might happen. Yeah, <laughs> I think some of them might live in Mansfield. It sounds like. Yeah. But I feel like we're in a different place now. We have more people at the table um, with the skate park. I mean, like a smaller towns around us have it, and that's just w- w- an example of one thing. You know, that can help many people. Um, so and it's fun. It's it includes everyone. It's. You know, there's nothing for young people to do anymore. Like right. age, ages 14 to like 18, that is a whole group that's overlooked. I mean, so they're the ones who've done a lot of the crime in the summertime. And when we were younger, we had we had a roller skating rink. We had a bowling alley. We had all that. This year, they don't have that. And, and the pools are closed. So if you're a young kid, I mean, we would make bad decisions and just be badasses and do whatever. Yeah, I so, didn't need a skate park to, to make bad decisions. Exactly. I'd go to Wendy's. Yeah. I, didn't care. <laughs> I, I could find problems anywhere. <laughs> it's true. I do like that. I think that's that's immediately where I started thinking of yeah. just like that, like the decorated with like local artists, murals. Yeah. Like that. That's really that. cool. I, I hope that works out. Yeah, I think that, that's what, you know, obviously it's helpful with social media that you can highlight those yeah. and also use those social medias as getting people's advice. So that's how most people like so cool. see what I'm doing or reach out and stuff. Um, Otherwise, I'm just in Mansfield doing my thing. So, cool. love it. <laughs> well, thank you again. I do thank so you for cool. having me. This was so fun. So no, cool. dude, I, I really, yeah, I hope you had fun. This was, yeah, yeah this is so what cool. we just kind of dig doing. Uh, we Ken, a, lot, a lot of topics, too. What do you got coming up? We got the Cleveland Drag Showcase on September 9th at the Beachland Ballroom. Um, and then I actually have my first ever Idea Stream feature coming out this week. Um, so. Awesome. Did a whole feature uh, about the Ohio Department of Health's lag time in responding to monkeypox. Whoa. Um, and a lot of activists saying that you would not have seen this lag time had it been a disease that was not associated with the LGBTQ plus community. So it was my first ever feature. And I it was I was like, it's it's five minutes long, so this won't take long. It took nine and a half hours. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm excited for... For people to hear it and start doing more work with IdeaStream. Cool. That's awesome. Please yeah. let us know when that is out. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Thanks again. So awesome. I really appreciate Thank you. Guys. I really appreciate you coming. It was awesome meeting you. Thank you. Likewise. All right. Mayor Anna.